Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello. Welcome to Hardcore Listing with Christopher William Glasson and Stu Roy Whiffin. Hello. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, Christopher and I have both had a weekend away, which we'll uh, we'll talk about during this episode. But we won't keep you waiting. Just a quick one before we get on with it. Just want to say a big thanks to our sponsors. Yeah, Charles and Love Beer. And Luke Van Boom from uh, the Bang Boom Creative, uh, who is also responsible for these cracking videos you are seeing on the social media. If you're not on our social media, go and have a look, because each week we're putting out one for our Patreon and one for our normal release. And they're amazing Cracking. little one-minute skits that, that Luke... Luke's putting together. Yeah, so at Hardcore Listing yeah. is our Instagram. Yeah. And if you search Hardcore Listing on the Twitter and the Facebooks, I'm sure you'll find it. Shout uh, out to the rest of the Distraction Pieces crew. Yes. And just don't forget to subscribe. And there's one more person. I want to thank 76 for producing this shower of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. And we are recording. Yes, we're it's back. A, yes, we are. It's a, um, you've been on holiday, haven't you? I have, yeah. I've, I've been on holiday as well. Have you? Yeah, oh, I went you away. Went, like, where'd you go? Up north, didn't you? Or something like that? Uh, Suffolk. Suffolk, is that up north? <laughs> Not really, no. Uh, is that south? Well, it's, or is it like west? Oh, it's, it's, it's kind of north, I guess. But it's, yeah, it's, it's more west, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get as brown as me? Oh, God. That's not brown at all. Um, you've just got a lot of brown moles, and you've just got a very red, sort of small area around your belly button. Yeah, it's because my girlfriend didn't apply the suntan cream properly, did she? You, I mean, looking at your body now, I mean, I should just point out you just took your top off in my kitchen, which is a bit <laughs> odd. Uh, as I did mention, my mother-in-law's due to come around in a minute. That would have been quite an, mm. a, a strange thing talking to. So, Not for her. I've seen you all before. <laughs> been there, done that. Um, so looking at your, your pastiness. How rude. You're going to struggle in the sun, aren't you? Yeah. Because I did notice the pictures you put on socials, like Molly looked banging in like a bikini, <laughs> but, but but she's got quite steady on. <laughs> but she's got quite dark skin anyway, hasn't yeah, she? So yeah, she's yeah, she's yeah, going to be yeah, fine with the sun. Yeah, yeah. And there was Pasty Boy in a t-shirt <laughs> on the beach yeah. <laughs> and a hat. I could be out in the sun for about thirty minutes, and then I literally have to crawl under the sun lounger, <laughs> <laughs> under the sun lounger with all oh. my clothes on, so oh, I'm burying brilliant. myself in the sun. No, it was cool, man. I had a really nice like long weekend. So yeah, it's very good. And how was yours, mate? 
mate, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was well. What I had the flu last week. I first time I've had a cold in about ten years. I'm pretty good with stuff oh, like shit. that. And uh, and I think was was out and about a lot last week, and yeah. I was on the tube a lot. So I think I might pick something up off the off the tube. But yeah, fighting fit now. And uh, yeah, I had, had a really good weekend. Oh, mate, that's right. Just went and yeah, it's lots of nice food and drunk some booze and and yeah, just done some some cool stuff. Done some. Air gun shooting with my kids oh. and and rock climbing and yeah done oh. all sorts of uh, kind of cool stuff. I fancy doing a bit of rock climbing soon actually. Yeah, it was yeah. it was one of the sort of rock walls. It was one of the in, you inside things. You don't I don't, you don't strike me as good at it. No, I'm not that good. No at offense. It. Well, I mean the thing is like you're meant to you're meant to use your legs, aren't you, more than your hands? Right. Because yeah. obviously, you, rather than pull your weight up, it makes sense to push your weight yeah. up. Yeah. So, uh, but it's quite a, a hard thing to focus on doing that yeah. because you, you naturally, when you've got your hands extended, you want. Why am I even talking about rock climbing? <laughs> I know fuck all about it, and it's boring. Right. Today's top five was suggested by the lovely Noel. Yeah, Noel, one of our like greatest patrons and listeners to Acast. Um, been there from the start. Yeah. We've done a few of Noels in yep. the past. But yep. um, it was it was a great top five um, put forward to us. Um, so we thought, fuck it, let's do this. We've thought of doing this before, I think, but um, it, now it felt like the right time. So the top five is um, how do we how do we um, say Phrase this properly? It. Yeah, what, what was it that she said? Top five people you'd bring back to life, but you uh, have to sat at the at the cost of. Another life. Oh, I think Xavi's going to walk in and we might see the first fatality. No? Oh, no. You've been screaming. So, there we're at. So, top five people uh, we'd like to bring back from the death on the understanding (laughs) we sacrifice someone that is currently walking this earth. Walking this fucking uh, soul. Did you have any rules? Um... No, not really, because whatever rules I've got, I know you probably free sold some sort of elaborate shit to bring back a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> you know me too well. Honestly, the first thing, I thought of one person, and number two was T-Rex. <laughs> and I mean, I'm just stop it. So, so yeah, needless to say, Chris and I are not aware of each other's top fives. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, do you know what? My only rule was, this is weird, because I don't think you'd have, put this stipulation in but it ruled out the person one of the people that I was definitely going to do do you know what I'm not going to tell you my rule right no I'm going to tell you my rule I'm not bringing them back to life if they kill themselves that was my rule how are you standing on that um, well there's one potential two potentials okay potentials like you're well, not no, sure no no it's, it's up there did <laughs> oh. they didn't they Okay, yeah. Because I, I figure then that what, the one that I'll, I would mention as a result of that, and we can get into that all when right. you come up, all right? All right, cool. All right, so that was my only real rule. All right, that's cool. Um, so, um, who wants to start? Did I start last week? I can't fucking... No, I think you... S- You're welcome to start, Chris. You started last week, so yeah, okay. So I'm going to go in for... My number five is Rick Mail. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back Rick Mail. How good's Rick Mail? He's bloody brilliant. So he died about 56. I've looked at this on Wiki, but, you know, I don't want it to get in the way of guesswork. Yeah. So I won't refer back to it. Yeah. He died about 56. and But in ni- roughly late 90s, he had that quad bike accident. That's didn't right, he? It yeah. was a freak fuck up. Yeah. And he was smashing it before that point. And we yeah. can go over his career and that. But then when he died, and I'd heard reports that... that that had said that it might have been still relate pertaining back to yeah. that sort of incident. 
I was just gutted, man. Because, yeah. like, as a performer, Rick, were, like, as, in terms of a comedian, he was, he felt dangerous, and he was massively energetic, like, punk, wasn't he, really, mm. as, a, a, as a comic? Um, just larger than life. Risky in what he was saying. Intelligent. And close to the edge and fucking funny. Like, he had yeah. all the things that I yeah. think is hysterical. So, who am I going to swap him with? Who am I putting up for the slaughter? You can't put Lenny Emery oh, in He's there. going, man. Really? He's yeah, he's gone. <laughs> so you yeah, he's for? gone. Because, like, Lenny... <laughs> Do you really have Lenny yeah, Emery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> I can't believe I guessed that. <laughs> so, my thoughts being, right, like, firstly, Lenny, if you're listening, you're not. Yeah. But... Kuma is basically, you might find him funny, you might not. But he is like the antithesis of everything I see in comedy. Like, mm. nothing about Lenny, what he says, makes me laugh. Yep. And he's already got a head start, and he's kind of funny, like looking. He's got a comical look, a bit like your face is a fairground. That's right. Theme he, part. Theme part, that was it. He's got a great tone in his voice, Lenny Henry. Yeah. Yet. Even with tone, which is the thing people read most of and body language, what he's saying is so unfunny to me that it sterilises anything I could get off his face or how he sounds. If someone said to you um, at the pub at the end of the road, Lenny Henry's doing a stand-up tonight, uh, do you want to go? No, fucking no way. No. No, the only reason I would is because I fancy getting angry. You know, like when you like, I, I used to like watching Made in Chelsea because it made me want to run up and pa- punch the TV. Yeah, I I might go for that reason because I sometimes like just get get myself in a bit of a yeah. tease. Um, but no, how about you? Would you go? Um, no, um, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm older than you. Yeah, and and I've got to admit, I grew up at an age when Lenny Emery was on Tiz was, right, yeah. and then there was a show called Three of a Kind, which yeah. was him. Um, David Copperfield and was it Tracy Ullman? Was it Tracy Ullman? Gary Ullman. <laughs> I can't think. But I mean, bearing in mind I was probably like eight or nine then, yeah. and I remember thinking it was really funny. Yeah. And then he done the Delbert Wilkins show about yeah. the Pirate Radio, which yeah. I thought was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. I know that if I went and watched any of them things now, yeah. they would be horrific. Do you reckon they haven't aged very much? No, definitely no. not. But go back and watch the young. The ones. reason I wouldn't put. Yeah. Um. Lenny Henry in there is because he made a film called Coast to Coast. That's right, and we did discuss this yeah. very recently. So for that reason, yeah, I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't you, kill you, him off. Well, because I'm, I'm, I've not seen any of those things, I've just got to not give him much more of a no. defence and just put him straight up on the chopping block. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Lem, dead. I did consider Michael McIntyre, but Michael McIntyre occasionally makes me laugh. Mm, no, he don't make me laugh. I mean, like occasionally, I'll chortle. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm belly aching. Like yeah. every now and then, I've gone. <laughs> Yeah, I bet that's about it. Yeah. But Lenny doesn't even get—he's a yeah—he you know, doesn't get that out of me. So sorry, Lenny and Rick, mate. What you got? Young ones. Bottom. He did Kevin Turvey. Kevin Turvey. Um, he did. Um, he was in Blackheart. Drop dead. Flashhard. Drop, drop dead. Fucking Fred. New Statesman. And he's done. Excuse me. He's done a load of other shit as he got older. Voiceover work yeah. and loads of that. His story time. Stuff was like he done? You you won't remember this. Well, no, I don't think so. But there was a BBC show called Jack and Ori, That's right, yeah. which was just generally some elderly BBC presenter sitting in a chair reading a book. Yeah, and it was the worst thing on kids' TV. Yeah. 
probably just after the young ones broke. Yeah. Which was all them things you listed, yeah. anarchic, punk rock, yeah. and, and different. Yeah. Rick Mail read Georgie's Marvelous Medicine, and it was one of the fucking best things ever. Yeah. Like, my mates at school never spoke about Jack and Ori because yeah. it was shit. Yeah, yeah. When Rick Mail was on there, being Rick Mail, yeah. doing Georgie's Marvelous Medicine. Oh, oh fucking amazing. He's Absolutely amazing. And he's in American Wealth in London. Is he? Yep. I can't remember that bit. When they go in the pub at the beginning, oh, the two shit. Americans, and, yeah. and Brian Glover's there giving them their, their warnings about yeah, staying yeah. off the moors, Rick Mayo's in that pub. No. I can't very, very young that, Rick Mayo, yeah. Oh, that's crazy, man. Also, they say, if you're a Family Guy fan, I'm not, but they say Stewie the Baby is very, very similar to Richard Richard from Bottom, oh, which, right. which he is. So, right. yeah. So, Rick Mayo, man, that's my number four. What, a, what an absolutely cool guy. Thanks, mate. <laughs> You're talking about me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well done, Chris. <laughs> What's your number five? Um, I'm going to go for. I'm going to bring back River Phoenix. Oh, that is such a fucking great choice. Yeah. I watched probably when I was decorating my bathroom for seven, seven years. years. <laughs> <laughs> I put on a River Phoenix documentary. Yeah. And it blew my tiny mind out yeah. how much of a dude that yeah. guy was. Yeah. And his background. Go on. After you, mate. Um, I, I just think he made incredible films. He did. Uh, I think he was a ridiculously cool and very beautiful human being. Yeah. Um, and I just... Obviously, his brother's gone on to make some amazing yeah, stuff. Really uh, nice, yeah, And very much his own man. And yeah. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think... I'd just love to have seen what River Phoenix would have gone on to do. Oh, fucking, that and, is such an amazing choice, mate. And, 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 and he could be in there for Stand By Me alone. Yeah. Because he, he he's brilliant. just he, he's just brilliant, um, and uh, I'd, I'd I'd bring him back, and I would long off Gemma Collins. <laughs> <laughs> um, it annoys me that I'm even saying her name, yeah. Because I'm not interested in watching her fall over on an <laughs> ice rink. I'm not interested in whatever she's doing. I'm not interested in anything about her. Yeah. Uh, and giving her name, she's a bit like a, 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 um, a god. Like the more you talk about them, the more power they get. Because, it is because she's based on fame. So any kind, any discussion, is fame what not she talent. Needs. Right. Oh no, exactly. And yeah. so and, and that there lies my my, my bugbear that she is famous for just being famous, mm. and she's famous from being from Essex. But she portrays an Essex that we're not anything exactly. to do How with. How about I just speak my mind? It's like, yeah, yeah but your mind is shit. Yeah, and I don't think you really need a platform. Because like, other people are watching that going, oh, right, yeah, it's cool to speak your mind. Like, no, it yeah. isn't. Shut up. Yeah. More. Yeah, absolute fool. Um, and yeah, I don't even want to talk about her anymore, so I'm not going to. Well, but, um, but River's background, like when I saw that thing, like how he grew, they, they were quite, tra- they were travellers, really. Yeah, massively, they? yeah. And, and very hippie, and yeah. they, they live in different communes and, and Hence, whatnot. Hence, Joaquim and River. They're not Darren and Steve, are they? No. And do you know much about his death and, and his drug use and stuff like that? Which I don't is know quite too much about itself. his drug use, but it was, it, was, well, it was quite a rock and roll death, wasn't it? It was outside the Viper Bar, yeah, wasn't it? it? Yeah, Johnny Depp's place. Yeah. And it was a, he died of a, I think it's called a speedball, which is heroin and cocaine That's mix, right. I think. Literally on the pavement outside, wasn't yeah. it? Right. Was his brother with him? I don't know. I'm I think his sure. brother was... Someone... I can't think it was... I'm sure it was his brother that was with him. I might be wrong. Fuck me. Me with a guesswork. guesswork. uh, Or someone famous was with him, I'm sure. I think Gemma Collins. (laughs) Gemma Collins. (laughs) She supplied him the speedball. Yeah. Um, She, yeah. Um, He, from what I saw is that he, 
sort of binge did drugs. He wasn't like a, an addict like you normally saw. Yeah. He sort of like would go, he'd be straight edge and then he'd be like, ah. Oh, going to take all the drugs. I'm going to take all the drugs now because that's how I like to do it and then get it out my system yeah. and then get back to get back to my work and whatnot. But he really was and he was a, 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 his own man as well even at yeah. such a young age with the roles he was taking on. And, I, and I'd like to have seen him get back to his work and seen what he would have done because I think he was a ridiculous talent. So yeah, yeah. that's my number five, River Phoenix. And have you I'm going to long off that other one. Good, <laughs> good shout, good shout. Um, a special mention, has any of yours got the initials HL? No. So shout out to Heath Ledger. Um, and I, I nearly brought him back because I wanted to see him replay the Joker, which is one of the best yeah. villains ever portrayed. And he died really that role was only as good. He died because that role was so good. Like a lot of people were saying that he was taking so many sleeping pills because he'd inhabited the brain of that role so much that he wasn't sleeping well as really? a result of it. And so, so it's weird. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It wouldn't have been that good. The, the role wouldn't have been that good if he hadn't died. It's just a bit crazy. Um, anyway, okay. So where are we number at? Number four. four. Fum, 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 fum. I didn't put them in order annoyingly uh, this week, so I've got to fucking find, scroll through my notes. Oh, bollocks. Where is it? I'm pretty certain it's that. Podcast gold, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about this. Um, number four is... Um, I'm really struggling. <laughs> do you want me to my do my four? Um, where the fuck is it? One... Chris, talk to the mic. Three. Well, I'm counting, so it's not very exciting. How many have four. you got? I think I've only got four. <laughs> I've miscounted. <laughs> <laughs> I've got loads. Brilliant. Um, we can we, we can almost fall back on maybe I don't know guesswork. Uh, let's do let's do um, Amy Winehouse. Okay. Okay. So is she she uh, is she on yours? No. No. Okay. Right. So I wanted to. I was considering picking a member of the 20, t- 27 club and there's a plethora to pick uh-huh. from, obviously. Um, and I went for Amy because I just feel that her going out was a bit more tragic than other people. Like, say, for example, Jim Morrison, right? He went out a heart failure and it was uh, he was just doing a lot of drugs, basically. Yeah. But with Jim, it felt like it was excess and he was having he was all right about it and he was a little bit of a sort of like, tall individual but not as much Jimi Hendrix asphyxiation from vomiting in his sleep again too many drugs but with Amy's it it just felt like it was a lot of things that wasn't just drug addiction and there was underlying massive mental health issues and I think in this day and age I feel that there wouldn't there's less stigma and maybe would have helped her a bit quicker see I Yes, yeah, I, I agree, and and, and I, I do think she was a an an amazing uh, that back to black album. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't a massive fan of the first album, mm-hmm. um, but the second album I, I thought was absolutely incredible, and still listen to that quite regularly. Um, I think there was a lot of support for mental health even then, mm. um, and I, I think that she was just in a from what we're led to believe or from what we've seen of mm. documentaries and the film and that she was a seriously troubled person yeah. wasn't she and I guess if you're struggling with your mental health to also have the pressure of celebrity yeah. and a drug addiction 
some people just can't cope with that. No. And unfortunately, she was one of them no, people, wasn't it, she? It made her frail, and it mm. had fucked her basically really hard. And I just feel that she had a few more big records in her. Like whereas people like say Kurt, a lot of the other artists, I think they still had amazing work in them. I think they'd got to a point where they'd done quite a lot. I think Amy still had a bit. And also when I heard Amy's voice go, I remember the first time I saw Amy, which was V whatever, I can't remember. And I, I walked past the tent and heard her voice. And I was like, who the fuck is that? I walked in and watched her and I was just blown away by the power in that, that little girl's mm. voice. I couldn't believe it was coming out of her. Mm. Um, and then to see her in like in her later years, the yeah, voice that had, you know, emphysema. They were saying she had seventy percent lung capacity from chain crack smoking and stuff like that. It's like I just I don't know I, I don't know. There's something more tragic about Amy than the other people in the Twenty Seven Club. Maybe that's just because of the spin of it. Maybe they yeah. all have equal levels of tragedy. Tragedy could, could be yeah. argued, um, but I'm sure none of them particularly wanted to die. No, I just don't think maybe she had the best unit around her as well. Yeah, and I like, think that's and, probably. And, and that again makes me feel sad. And like songs like Rehab and that, and that, we should have all been saying yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And maybe it sounds like a cool song. But well, really. obviously, I think a majority of people around her wanted her in Rehab and wanted her to get well. But, yeah. you know, I, I guess sometimes if that, I'm not saying she didn't help herself, but obviously no. she needed to, 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 to just take another step up from what you yeah. to believe. And, and and obviously some yeah. of the, there was always I imagine that the industry side of things was always pushing her to, to do stuff and if you're not in a position to do that then you shouldn't be pressured into doing that but I don't yeah. know I don't really know much too much about it I've only seen the same film and, and docs that mm. most of us have seen and you're always going to get a a one-sided opinion of that. Sure. But. No, I agree. And probably of the 27 Club, which probably should be Bob Marley because he just stubbed his fucking toe. Yeah. I mean, it weren't like he was being that reckless with Playing yourself. football with Danny Baker. Fucking ridiculous, mate. Yeah. Who are you going to uh, get rid of? Oh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, I hear Taylor Swift is quiet to the bitch. Oh, really? Yeah. And I don't... I mean, because we're not actually killing her, right? You know, this isn't going to come true. If this suddenly happens, yeah, it's going to make our podcast really successful. Yeah, I mean, we'll be in prison, but... What, for saying it? Yeah. Oh, there's a new law, if you yeah. wish something and it comes true. Yeah, but I mean, you, you, I should point out you've got... Well, Chris has got five voodoo dolls. In yeah, and I've moment. got a goat out your back garden <laughs> ready to sacrifice it. Um, post-coitus. And What's your beef with Taylor Swift? I've like like all the goss columns. Yeah. I thought I'd keep this one a little bit more salacious, but all the goss columns and that that I've ever heard have said she is a quite the petty, jealous, catty rotter. Um Jesus. she's had beef with uh Katie what's her chops? Perry. Perry, Nicki Minaj, even the uh what who's our like handsome five boy modelling school sort of export. One Direction. One Direction. Demi, Calvin, Kim Kardashian, all that stuff with Kanye was all set up and she'd encouraged it. Um, and she just seems like a bit of a nasty, just a bit nasty, and I yeah. don't like her. And I think she f- feels like, to me, she's another, like, as big as Amy was in, to an extent. I don't think she has the voice of Amy. I don't really like her songs. I don't think they've got the, 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 the spirit that Amy's songs have got. Um, and I felt, I feel like, 
while she looks a bit more like a bully, I feel like Amy was on the opposite end of that sort of spectrum of the media. So that's why I picked it. Okay. Different sides of the same I coin. I don't know anything about her. I know that I think Shake It Off is a fucking great single. That's all right. I really like that. It's all I right. don't think I know any of her other songs. You, you, the thing is I you probably do, would, yeah. but you don't. Yeah. Because it comes in this era of... Easily forgetful music, if you ask me. Easily forgetful music for people of our age. Uh, yeah, that's true. That is that is very true. You know, I, I'll accept that. Who's your number four then? Uh, I'm going to bring back Kurt Cobain from the Twenty Seven Club, um, because yeah, uh, apparently there's a rumored album that was recorded of him and Michael Stipe from REM. Which I would give anything oh to. Oh my god! Because um, I guess that would have been in around the time of the unplugged stuff that they'd done, which, yeah. which demonstrated that he he did not need a distortion pedal no. No. Uh, to to blow people's minds. Yeah. And and it's and it, like like with Amy Winehouse, it's easy to to you know to, to say just how talented these people were, but of an age when you you know I was around when. Nirvana exploded onto the scene and it was it was it was exciting and it was brilliant that all of a sudden they got rid of cock rock yeah. you know and you know that what what was deemed grunge exploded and and it was it was it was just fucking brilliant and 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 none of that would have happened and I'm not just saying Kurt I'm saying Nirvana mm-hmm. because it was just brilliant yeah. like everything they done was brilliant it was um and still sounds brilliant. It doesn't does. sound dated. I was listening to, after our chats about this last week, I was like, I listened to Nevermind at work and I was just like, oh God, it is so yeah. good. Because I just, I overlook it now because yeah. it is too good. I'm like, I don't bother. And I'd just be interested because, you know, as a Pearl Jam fan, I've, I don't know why I'm saying them in the same sentence because they always, I guess they always do get thrown mm. together. Uh, very, very different bands. But, you know, I've watched Pearl Jam mature into like, you know, a fantastic band and, and you know they, they've just consistently made great music and I think I, I think Nirvana or whatever Kurt would have done would have just been interesting because he was for real mm-hmm. and and he had integrity and, and you know unfortunately he had you know he had his problems and uh, you know whether that be narcotics or you know wives uh, <laughs> yeah. you know you, you know don't know what it was but yeah. uh but yeah, it was all a bit too much for him. So, uh, so yeah, Kurt Cobain. So before you sacrifice someone, Kurt Cobain was going to be my number one yeah. until I employed the rule of suicide. Right. Okay. And my decision was that if he's decided to check out, I didn't want to bring him back. Yeah. Just because he might be a bit of a waste. Because yeah. he might bring him back. He might blow his brains out again. Yeah. Um, but I felt like if if if. if but did he blow his brains out? Yeah. That might be a reason to bring him back then. There you go. Eh? Give get us the, the truth. Answers. Get the real. Get the real answers, mate. Yeah, very, very true. Um, so, who's you going to sacrifice him for? Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
moment, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, Nickelback. <laughs> the whole band. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I don't even know anything about them. Um, but they're just rubbish. Um, <laughs> a lot of people from that American music scene that is just nothing music. Nickelback is nothing music. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that it does talk to because they've sold a lot of well, records. Well, they they've, they've, um, they've absolutely stormed it, haven't they? them, Stained, Creed. Yeah. Um, oh, Kid Rock can go in there as well. Yeah. Um, just... Nothing music. Can we just? This is. I think for some someone's soul as Train. as as big as Kurt Cobain is you probably need a few bodies. Yeah. For that sacrificial yeah, table. So I think you can have all of them. Thanks, man. For for Kurt. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Maroon Five. Oh, definitely. Uh, I need here. I considered Maroon Five. <laughs> that dude from Maroon Five. Right. Um, that bands that just. I have nothing to say. Yeah. Absolutely nothing to say. Um, just dull Pearl Jam wannabe yeah. American dross. Yeah. There you go. I'll trade them for Kurt. Number three, Chris. So, like my last three are quite old school. <clears throat> and three, you could switch out for a few other people, but I've gone for Socrates, the philosopher. You're um, such a prick. I'll... I just felt that we need, in this day and age, I think we need a bit of some of these uh, these old school wisdoms coming from philosophy. Gemma Collins not cutting it. She's just not, mate. Yeah. And it's, it is a little bit because of that. Yeah. It's a little bit because of the problem with social media and everyone's opinions now yeah. come from fucking nothing. And yeah. they come from such small amounts of information and then they become institutions of thought. Mm. And that's not even with just the general media of Gemma Collins. I'm talking about people's political... Everyone's beliefs and ideologies. They seem so short now and not thought through. And I just think that it would be good to... If you brought someone back like Socrates, everyone would think that was pretty cool. They'd be like, oh, he's a dude. Look at this guy. He's old school. The philosopher, not the, the Brazilian footballer. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and they'd sort of... I think they'd want to listen to what he's got to say yeah. and, and, and also see what, con- what what comparisons he can make and what mistakes we might be repeating that he's seen in the past. He came up with a thing called the Socratic method, which is a way of questioning all your ideals and beliefs to challenge their own validity, to, to help you self-check and navigate your own moral compass. 
And I think that's fucking amazing. Like, and, and I don't think, and, and I wonder how, whenever I read articles these days, they always seem so one-sided. Yeah. And so confident in what they're saying. Mm. And I just think that's utterly dangerous. Because if, if, if any of these issues that we face in, in today, today's world was simple, we'd have, it, we'd have had it now 2,000 years ago. Yeah. They're not. So we shouldn't be so certain of ourselves and our opinions. And I think that philosophy really helps with that. And Socrates did that. He, was, like, he ended up getting... So I had to do some research. Because I was thinking of philosophers and what ones to pick. And Plato was a student of his... And, and you could easily pick Plato and, and stuff that he did. But also, Pip's bro, Ian, and I don't know if it was Socrates, but something that, um, I don't know if Socrates did this, but I can't remember the name of the other philosopher. But I love the idea of the fact that if you were one of his students, you'd have to go and attend like wherever it was in an amphitheatre. And you couldn't say anything for something like two or three years. You, if he was talking in class, you couldn't put your hand up for two or three years because they just wanted you to listen and slow form your opinions before you started sort of like emotionally chirpsing up with your sort of like probably not that well-considered thing that even spending time listening to you was setting everyone back. And I kind of think that that's what social media is doing at the moment. Everyone can have their opinion on it, which we should have, and I completely believe in freedom of speech. But I think maybe we should value what we say more. And I don't think at the moment we do. And like you can say whatever you want really quickly because there's no real payback, immediate payback to yourself for that. But ultimately, I think it's the dumbing down of us a little bit. I agree. In a time like when we could be some, much smarter. I like to think there's some middle ground. Hmm. I mean, not talking for three years, i take the edge off. Yeah, it probably would. I mean, people would probably want me. They probably want me, you, and Pip not to talk for three years. <laughs> <laughs> Speech development records. Um, Who are you so, getting rid of? Ah, right. Hold on. Let me just whip up my little person. Um, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> because like he's like again. I'm you don't have to, to say because. <laughs> it's all the things opposite of what Socrates is and what the other philosophers were. And yeah. uh, Socrates got killed because he was challenging a lot of the institutions wherever he went and he decided they, they said he had the opportunity to escape but he said a philosopher doesn't fear death because they have to speak their mind mm. that's pretty fucking dope and like he said wherever I go it'd be the same I'd be critical of institutions yeah. and he and, and, and I think that's amazing Like, and you'd never find any of those characteristics in, in Donald Trump who pushes fake news who just says anything and plays on all the weaknesses that he hasn't created, but he is taken advantage of, you know. So, yeah, easy, easy, simple fucking swap there. There you go, mate. That's my number three. I did add five. I just, for some reason, didn't number Socrates. So, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, my number three. Uh, I'm going to bring back Han Solo. Oh, Right, um, cool. Oh, we have a little curveball here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, no, it's a fair shout, though. Yeah, yeah, go on. Well upset me when he, he oh, died. Oh, I was gutted, man. Like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I... Jedis are cool, right? Yeah, they are cool, yeah. They ain't Han Solo, though. They're not Han Solo. Han Solo's blaster is better than a lightsaber. Definitely. Was uh, it ancient religions and hokey things aren't a match for a good blaster at your side? Or absolutely. Like, hangs out with a fucking... I love dogs, right? 
Man's best friend's a dog, right? He's got he's got the best dog ever, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. His dog can fly the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Can be so, Android's arms off. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and he was just super cool. And yeah, like Han Solo was just probably the the first person that I ever, when I was very little, at first film started, I just thought, you are the coolest. Yeah. Like, cause he was just... He was. He yeah. was definitely the coolest. And I love the fact you're bringing back a dead person into canon and just yeah. saying, look, no, that, that didn't happen. I understand why they did it as a plot mechanic to drive the new cast forward. Yeah. I, I really did get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> still at hurt. the same time, it still hurt. It was, it was a tough one to watch. And um, maybe they should have just got rid of Chewie. Yeah. And kept harm. But I think maybe Harrison probably was like, look, I'll do one, but yeah. I'm quite old now. And yeah. He's a bit of an odd character. Apparently Harrison so. Apparently so. I'd be odd, though. If you were the coolest man on the planet ever, like yeah. it was a, just a known fact. So you're Indiana Jones and Han Solo. <laughs> just like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Right. You probably just at a point just get like, you just would become weird because yeah. you haven't got to please anyone, no. have you? You really He's pleased can. everyone. <laughs> yes. So you are gonna even with you can't have a top that earring and that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I thought we did good in Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was great in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great. That's a good shout. So what character are you replacing it with? Another character that you um, wish died? Uh, any Marvel or DC hero. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, I know you love all them films, but I really don't love all yeah. them films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the Wolverine one? Is that a Marvel or DC? Uh, yeah, it's, it's Marvel. Yeah, but Old Man Logan. That one are you talking about? The one Logan. Yeah, Logan. Logan. I like that. Yeah, it was really good. But yeah, Captain Other America, Transformers, yeah. Hulk. Transformers isn't superhero, mate. Let's not go crazy here. Them sort of things. Right, yeah. um, if I had to pick one, I've not watched Thor. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not interested. Thor Ragnarok is really funny. Yeah, it's 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 got a very eighties vibe on it. Of, of any, if of them. I want to watch something from the eighties, it's going to make me laugh. I'll go and watch Porky's. I don't want to watch <laughs> a man with a big hammer. Uh, <laughs> or I'll watch Adventures of Babysitting, where uh, yeah, there's okay. a Thor lookalike at the end of that. <laughs> okay, that's a fair shout, man. Number uh, two, I think Chris. you're harsh, but uh, uh, number two, right? So I nearly went. You know, sorry, the reason why I picked any right. is I couldn't particularly pick one <laughs> no. because I hadn't. I don't know confused. enough about any of them. No, no, that's fair enough, mate. You're killing people that you don't really know. Because I... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing fictional characters that you haven't spent the time yeah. and years reading all their back catalogues, exactly. and that's brutal. Right. And um, Give us a number I, I killed uh, Taylor Swift on rumours that she's a bit of a bitch, so I can hardly... Uh... So my number two, I nearly went with Genghis Khan. Right. Oh, right, you're going to bring him back. I what, nearly went with him, because he's... Fa- a fascinating individual. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying he's a good guy. He had issues. He had issues. Like, there's a lot of, you know, mass civilian... Yeah. They're, they're saying he was potentially a genocidal ruler. Would you have, ch- um, would you have swapped him for Amir Khan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was the mayor of London. <laughs> hey, shit. Do you know what? He'd have, he'd have GSD. He'd have got shit done, though, wouldn't he? Who? Fucking hell. Genghis Khan. Yeah. Um, but as the mayor of London? Yeah. You know I'm talking about Amir Khan. Oh, me, oh the boxer. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. What's what's uh, what's our Maryland? What's his name? It's not Amir Khan, is it? It's um, Sadiq Khan. Sadiq Khan. <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic Glasson. Oh, oh, I can't Dave. wait to phone up Pip. <laughs> 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 Amir Khan, the mayor of London. 
he would have got shit done. Oh, God, I'm so bad. Oh, John Harris, please make that the little video for this oh, episode. Poo. I've, done it. I've done it again. Me and words and names. Oh, Sorry, go on. There is enough now for guesswork t-shirt. Definitely. Just names. Oh, brilliant. So... But like, without going too far into it, loads of he did loads of things that said p- progressed society, but also like a, he was a bit of a throwback. Yeah, he, he's angry. Big on um, war. Yeah. Um, but I think that'd be quite fun. Like in Bill and Ted, they have him, don't yeah. they? And he seemed like a good laugh then. They're making that now, aren't they? Yeah, I'm all right. For, I'm up for that kind of. Who have um, you actually gone so for? So actually, I picked. Do you remember when we did Badass Women with Rebecca Crow? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the characters that always stood with me, there was the, 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 the Chinese pirate woman who ended up having an armada of about 50,000. She was previously a prostitute and all that, which she was amazing. But my favourite one was Jeanne de Clisson, who was the woman whose family got lured back to France and then executed for political reasons that really were a bit weak anyway. And they were lured back there falsely. And then she didn't take that too well. She basically sold off all her land, bought three fucking massive warships, painted them black and had the lead one called My Revenge and then just went on like, a, I don't know how many year campaign it was of capturing no, capturing and beheading noblemen in, in, the, in, the cha- in, in the channel. That's just too badass. I just think anyone who's done that should just be immortal. I think they should just come back to life and should live forever. I'm not saying that she probably didn't have her hang-ups. I'd like to point out that if you did bring her back, I guarantee she would have pulled up alongside my cruise when I went on that cruise just to have made it that little bit worse. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> exactly. Um, I just think it was just a time of absolute bravery and, you know, and, and, and naval war, warfare and, and, and all that sort of stuff was dominated by men. So to have that courage and strength for character and conviction, she had a goal. You know, she had a real reason to be doing what she was doing. And just that story just has stuck with me forever. I just think it's an amazing part. I'd and love to meet her and to chat clarify, to her. We're bringing back all of these people in their prime. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And so who would I get rid of? Well, we're, neither of us have mentioned Katie Hopkins yet. Well, I just presume she's in there. Yeah, she's 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 who I'm replacing. Yeah, because Katie Hopkins, in terms of motives, which is so opposite to Jean, is that her motive is making money through saying controversial things quite a lot of the time, and there 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 are the odd hints sometimes what she says, and I go, you have a slight point in that, but most of it is vitriol, nasty, and um, you know, I don't like her very much. Fucking idiot. And 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 so like, at, John had a real motivation to be quite tyrannical. Not and the motivation wasn't just a bit of money and, and fame. And again, it goes back to that fame thing. She, she so that's why I'd have her replace Katie Hopkins. I'd rather have her sailing high seas, beheading yeah. people, than listening to Katie Hopkins Say on nothing. fucking I, on I, Twitter. I, I ended up. Well, it's going to probably time my number one, mm-hmm. Katie Hopkins, mm-hmm. because she started ranting about the, um, the 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 English girl that went and got radicalised and the, oh, there's right. loads of press right, on right. at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm not I'm not going to start getting political no? on this podcast because we've always said we wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just 
seeing that getting a lot of traction in the news, I just thought, when's she going to pipe up? Yeah, how and she long? fucking did. Yeah. And then all of them, d- oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go there, but you see, all of a sudden people are starting sharing Katie Hopkins posts like she's she's speaking some wisdom. Yeah. And it's like, that's how she operates. Yeah. It's, I'm not interested in it. Yeah. I'm not interested in hearing her talk about anything. No, and, and do you know what? It goes back to this Socrates thing of her opinions are never nuanced. And and I and I think in not understanding nuance, we felt society yeah. fails, and that was constantly what Socrates was, yeah. Socrates was saying. And it's the same with her; she's yeah. just spurting that stuff where you just know, for attention, just yeah. to get attention. She's not going to solve anything. She's not going to change anything. I think anything. she makes it worse, mate. Like all she does is just—I don't know. She's just. Self-promotion, that's there's, all it is. There's plenty of criticisms of that situation and what that, that girl's done mm. without sitting here and saying whether or not it's right or wrong, yeah. you know. There's plenty of criticisms there. It's not hard to find the critique in that. Yeah. Uh, but to understand the nuance in it yeah. and to understand where the root of that lies yeah. and how we make the world a better place, not yeah. just the UK, but everywhere. Katie Hopkins is never going to make this world she a better isn't. place. She's just going to, she's just going to polarize opinion. Yeah. And I do believe in freedom of speech. And I do feel that you probably need these knobheads at both ends of the spectrum, just so that you but can look is, at that and go, but, I don't want to be but that. That's it. She's a knobhead. Yeah, she is. And so she should be looked upon as nothing other than a knobhead. She has nothing of any validity to add to anything. I'd love to start an Instagram page where it's just pictures of Katie and then just, Knobs just drawn on her head. Yeah. <laughs> be lovely, wouldn't Katie it? Katie Copkins. <laughs> Katie Knobkins. <laughs> Katie Knobkins. Fair play, mate. Cool. Um, so that was what? My number uh, two, wasn't it? Yeah. Old Jean de Clisson. Yeah. Um, Your number two, mate. So uh, I'm going to bring back um, Sam Cooke. Um, do you know Sam Cooke? No. Uh, so Sam Cooke was a... Uh, I guess soul singer you could refer to him as right. uh, from the very early 60s. Um, oh, um, the early 60s. Um, did he, was he born, oh, was it January 1931, 22nd of January? Was it? Was that him? That's incredible guesswork, Yeah, Chris. Just off the top of my head, I think 11th of December 1964, if, if, I, if I remember that right. right. Um, he was commonly known as the King of Soul. Oh, was he? No, it's, it's coming back to me now for his right. distinctive vocals and importance within popular music. He began singing as a child and joined the Soul Stirrers before moving to a solo career where he scored a string of hit songs like You Send Me a Change and, and what other and ones? Just gonna, he's just gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, isn't it? We, we, we can just close my laptop, by the way, crew. <laughs> Sam Cook. Wasn't he in the uh, Mayor of London? <laughs> <laughs> so, some Sam Cook hits that you will know. Uh, she was only 16. Okay. Uh, mm, no. No. Wonderful Twist, world. Yes, I do. Don't know much about history. Don't know much. No, about that's great. Yeah. Uh, Cupid, draw back your bow. Yep. Twisting the night away. Twisting the night. Like, um, oh my God, uh, change is going to come. Like, oh yeah. Uh, which is a oh, beautiful, beautiful record. Um, one of the, the sweetest soul voices. I could have had Marvin Gaye. I adore Marvin Gaye. Um, what's going on? He's in my top three albums of all time. Uh, I haven't got a Sam Cooke album in my top ten, but I do think Sam Cooke's voice is probably the greatest voice ever. Wow. And um, there's a documentary about the death of Sam Cooke um, just being added to Netflix, which apparently everyone is saying is amazing. So I'm going to give that a whirl. Um, and, and yeah, I think he's... I'd, I'd love to have seen 
uh, a soul singer in that era performing live. Um, and so if I could bring him back. Um, the closest I think anyone's ever sounded like him, I, I think Terence Trent Darby's vocal wasn't right. a million miles away from Sam Cooke's. Uh, and so, yeah, if I could bring back Sam Cooke and see him play live, then I, 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 would, I would love to hear his voice. Solid choice. If it's the person that you think's got the best voice in the world, yeah. you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know? I the best, if we're going to use the word soul to mm. describe, um, I, I, I guess, predominantly black R&B singers yeah. from that era, yeah. um, then, then, then I will go for Sam Cooke. Um, yeah, it could have been any. Jackie Wilson could have, could have been Marvin Gaye. Uh, but I'm going to go Sam Cooke because I think he's wonderful. Who's, who's for it then? You are going in the bin, George Ezra. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> in the shotgun. Is that George Ezra? That's him. He's in the shotgun. Yep. shotgun in a car. <sighs> rubbish. Absolute rubbish music. Um, that seems to transcend a little bit into like people. He'll be at the V Festival if it was still going. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he'll start getting added to like sort of guitar festivals now, like like an acceptable face of it. And like, and he's not. He's rubbish. Them songs are rubbish. Um, from what I gather, um, Joel, the singer from Athlete, is responsible mm-hmm. for writing a lot of his songs. Mm. Um, I thought Joel wrote some great songs for Athlete. Mm. Um, I think it, um, Ezra's voice is uh, annoying and awful. Um, okay. yeah. yeah, not not into him. That Fuck shotgun that song is really, yeah, it, really bad. I don't like it. And do you know what? It's the sort of thing where I picture the sort of people who are singing it and that gets me angry. And I, I'm sorry because I shouldn't probably get that angry about people being happy about singing a song that is, has got a che- so there's, there's cheery been- undertones. But there's something about that nature of music that I've never particularly liked. Like I don't, I don't need it. So there's been artists like that forever. Yeah. And in the last 10, 15 years, you have to have that middle of the road, um, bland guitar music that transcends. Mm-hmm. That that all of a sudden, I, I loved early David Gray music, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. Uh, to get on some of the more mainstream radio stations, they seem to start putting these little kind of beats behind uh, mm. Babylon. And, <laughs> uh, and oh, I can't remember, what was the other big single? Uh, I can't, I can't. And, and yeah, so that, that, that kind of annoyed me. Then you have like, was it Jack Johnson? Yeah. Like that nonsense. No, I didn't get that. Like, I didn't get any of it. You know, man. just irritating singer-songwriter stuff, even though half of main songwriters, uh, yeah, rubbish. But, um, I just like that. I'm not saying David Gray's rubbish. I like David Gray. Uh, but George Ezra, I say you are rubbish. Fair enough, man. Young lad, chasing his dreams. Let's get him up on that. Let's get him up on that. Uh, <laughs> You've killed a lot of musicians today, Stu. Uh, uh, to bring back some, some mighty fine ones. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Who are you um, bringing back for your number one? Uh, got really old school this, right? Um, this is... It's a dinosaur, isn't it? No, it isn't. No, I'm serious. Leonardo da Vinci. Um, and I really was wondering who I would replace him for. And I was looking at, you know, people who might be prominent businessmen these days or prominent artists who I don't feel... Uh, I feel a bit more culturally lacking and a yeah. bit more on the hype train. And then I thought, of, oh, well, he's done so much. And then I realised, really... I'd sacrifice anyone 
for Leonardo da Vinci, I think. I think he... They called him a Renaissance man or one of those people who was a polymath, which meant he was fucking shit hot at so many things. Like, next level. Not just he had a wide interest in things. He had a deep knowledge and understanding of so many things, whether that was art, literature, um, music... Um, they say that he was at the found um, at the foundations of things like architecture, um, paleontology. Um, you know, he, they say that. He, have you seen those things of his sketches of potential helicopters and parachutes and yeah, tanks? Yeah. This guy was just just full, and he's he, all, all all his paintings. What did he, he, so he's done? And I'm only saying this is because I had to go to Wikipedia to refresh my memory. So this isn't all just rolling off my head as guesswork. But you know, he did Mona Lisa, Last Supper. He did so many. I even saw his uh, first ever sketch today. Well, the first one that people got hold of. Yeah. He was just endlessly talented, an absolute creative force, force yeah. and a massive thinker and believer in mathematics and science. Um, there's not been many people in the world ever like that. Like a lot of the times in this day and age and in capitalism. And it never ever seemed that he, his pursuit was it because he was trying to make money. It was because. He was passionate. Yeah. And that's so inspiring. I went to a um, a museum in... Uh, um, oh, God. Uh, well, oh God. Vange. No. Uh, where, where is it? Just rivers. You can't take your car. Um, oh, God. Where is it? Can't be. No. <laughs> Obviously, uh, I've just thrown a complete blank. Rivers where you can't take your there's car. No, there's no... You mean Rome? Rome? No, yeah, not yeah. Rome. Um, no. Um, um, oh, I know exactly what you're saying. Let me just have some guesswork here. Oh God, I f- yeah. Uh, where, where the Pope is and all that shit? Is no, that what you mean? No, no. Um, bloody hell! How have I just forgotten where this place is called? Is it in Italy? Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean, but it's just not coming to me. This is why listeners love us because we are that dumb. They're screaming that at, at, at their at their. Uh, top of their voice. It's not Florence. It's not. Oh fucking hell! Oh, All right, hold on. So I flew to. Sorry, I got on the cruise. I flew to. Um, that I'm gonna fill the air with the Vitruvian Venice. For Venice. Sake. Oh right, it's Venice. So when I went to Venice, oh, okay. um, I went to an exhibition, yeah. and they'd made prototypes of the helicopters and all the things that he what made. really it's amazing like, amazing like, oh mate yeah yeah clever clever dude that's what i mean like like nowadays in capitalism they say jack of all trades right master of none and they're like well you have to specialize if yeah. you want to make money he was a and be good at something maybe maybe you don't have to maybe to be really fucking good like to be the best at any area yeah You've also got to have dedicated your life to a lot of other things. So you've got the ability to be objective of what you're studying in that field against everything else to know it's at its best. Okay. And I think that that's what he was. He was. I mean, and, and there's not many people doing that these days, I don't think. I think that whole, like, like, like um, the highest fate that I was reading today, that the, the Renaissance humanist ideal was the absolute pursuit of knowledge and wisdom in many fields and at such an exciting time but that times now are exciting it's not like there's not enough like we've discovered loads of things there's infinite amounts of other knowledge 
that we can find and discover and yeah. create. So it's not like we can go, oh, well, he's done it all. It's not. No. It's for all of us. Someone made Sharknado and then made Sharknado in space. Yeah, I mean, what in Sharknado 5, exactly. So it just you know that you can always keep producing quality. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I thought there really isn't many people comparable to Da Vinci. I really don't think there so is. So who are you going to sacrifice for him then? Anyone. I oh, don't okay. care. Like, There's no one that you can compare to Da Vinci. There's very few people on the planet, even the people now that you would say, like, you're fucking... Um, Elon Musk, for mm-hmm. example, you, I don't think you can put Musk and Da Vinci. Yeah. It, but Musk is looked at as this this amazing force, but compared to Da Vinci, he's he's pony. He's mate. no Clive he's Sinclair. Jank. Yeah. He's no he's no Clive Sinclair. You know, like no like no one stands up to it, and yeah. I think most you know it'd be fair. I'd t- I'd take I'd take that shot. I'd I'd throw myself uh, me. There you go. You can trade me out for Da Vinci. I'd be happy with that exchange. I would. I genuinely would. Uh, Elon Musk, if you're listening and you can make that happen, <laughs> please let me know. Let me know uh, to the guy I mean, if you, who if confused you... Amir Khan to Sadiq Khan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've just got to make a note of that. Amir for Sadiq. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, I'm never going to be able to ever stop myself doing that shit. No, as well. I'm pleased don't because he, he, he's, he's absolute gold. <laughs> um, right. So I'm going to bring back mm-hmm. Ad Rock. Hey, nice. Uh, no, I'm not going to bring back MCA. MCA. I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you do it as well? God. God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to bring back MCA. <laughs> you did uh, it. You fucked up then. I yeah. got confused and didn't remember anyway. Uh, no, so. I was just literally, because I've, I've not got a computer in front of me. Yeah, yeah. So I've just put beasties. Oh, yeah. And like, and so I've just, oh, yeah, Ad Rock. No, I'm going to bring back MCA, of course. Mm. Um, because uh, aside from the Beastie Boys, uh, what a wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't ever want the Beastie Boys music to stop happening. And I know that there's a lot of it to get stuck into. Yeah. But... There I is w- a lot to get stuck into. There is. But, however, that music started when I was maybe 13. Bloody hell. And I, I missed the, the, the hardcore album, obviously, before mm-hmm. before Licence to Will. But Licence to Will was was the most important album as a kid. It was like the first it was my Limp Biscuit. It was my mm. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. It was, you know, it was it was raucous and naughty yeah. and 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 it was new. It was hip hop. It was still new, yeah. like, you know, for, for what hip hop we was getting exposed to in the UK. And and yeah, that was in the charts. Sure. So we yeah. was getting exposed to it and they looked cool yeah. and they were messing around being raucous and naughty and yeah. uh, when you're young that's the best thing yeah, ever yeah and you, you you could probably aspire to look or be like them yeah, and definitely. stuff like that and have and their then attitude we, we all went out robbing V-dub signs and putting yeah. them around our necks on on chains and stuff and then that that evolved um, into the raucousness and the the, the, uh, not raucousness, but the, the kind of frat boy style stuff of the early videos disappeared quite quickly. And yeah. and it was very apparent that these are smart boys. Yeah. And, you know, just, and I, I'm, I'm not discrediting License Tool in the slightest. No, I no. think it's a masterpiece. But the, 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 their career just went on and on and on and on. And each time, just whatever they'd done was just brilliant. They always looked effortlessly cool. Yeah. Um, and I just think MCA. 
you know, the 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 the, the, the stuff he was doing uh, for the Tibetan monks was, you know, he, he, he tell me, I don't, he, cause I don't he, know a he, lot about he this. Kept, he just kept it real, and he, you know, he 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 was spent years campaigning for him, and whenever they'd win awards, he would always take that pedestal and would address something. Wouldn't just kind of do what what so many people like the aforementioned Taylor Swift and things like that might do of just going through the motions of thanking everyone. He would take that moment and go, right, well, look, I've got a platform here. Yeah. And like, and I guess like some people don't feel that. And, but you know, I, and, I, I, I do. I and, like and, it when and a lot DiCaprio of people, did it and, and people get annoyed at it, but he generally does give a fuck. And, and a lot of people don't like it when people mix, you know, music and politics and that. But if you're passionate about something and you, you've got a platform where you can highlight something I then, think you then, should then, then really why do. not and, and and when he died I, I just remember thinking oh man because not that I'd I just I think everyone knew that the Beastie Boys were never going to make music without him um, and it was like and 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 they haven't and you know they've, they've done the book and they've done the the, 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 the touring where they're doing the the, the, the sort of the story of type type thing, and and that's amazing, and and the fact that they refuse to you know do new music about him is is testament to what amazing people oh, are. Mate, it makes me sad, man. And it's a, been six years. And yeah, and and I just think never going to get a new Beastie Boys record, yeah. and that makes me sad. So yeah. if I could bring back um, a happy and healthy MCA uh, to to make some some more Beastie Boys music, then I would quite happily sacrifice Tommy Robinson um, <laughs> for that. <laughs> So you're not killing any more artists. You've had your, you've had your fair share. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to um, get rid of someone that, um, like Katie Hopkins, um, doesn't bring any positivity to anything. Yeah. Um, I just think uh, he's full of hate. Um, he comes across like that. I've seen, I've seen him um, uh, on on different chat shows and stuff like that. Sometimes he has a slight point. But it's so it's so mer- it's so merged in other things that he's done now. It's difficult to and that's to it. tell. And he's that's t- it. he's t- he he left the EDL after starting it, and you know that that was problematic for him. I think that he's more of a shady. He's more of a grey area than uh, um, I think your opinion is of him. I've I've spent a while studying it, um, but I think he has. He, yeah, he, he has brought shade on himself because of the people. That he's ended up stoking the fires of really and on, the people, on the right you know, and and yeah, a, a, absolutely. And, and and don't get me wrong, I think that the far far left can be just as worrying as, mm-hmm. as the far right. Um, but I don't see that that Tommy Robinson as 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 any good. He's it's just disposable nonsense. He says that that he's tailor made for. You know, for for people just to get a little bit fired up with um, on on social media, and and he's never going to change anything, and all he's going to do, like Katie Hopkins, is fuel fires that don't need fueling, and yeah, I'm I'm not interested in him. There's a great chat. Like one of my favourite um, people to listen to is a, is a guy called Majid Nawaz. Have you ever heard of him? And he's on LBC, and he's just the smartest dude. When he talks about lots of political things, but like keep going back to Socrates. When people phone him with their opinions, he helps them really try and put forward their opinion a lot of the time to articulate it in the mm. fairest way for them, and will critique it, but not completely slam them to pieces as well. 
And there's a there's a thing where Tommy phones him up and doesn't disclose it's Tommy, and tries to put Majid. I've uh, heard on, this. I've and heard and this. it's and it's brilliant. And it like Majid, I think he's fucking brilliant. And he used to be in a in an extreme sort of cell. Um, which he, when he was younger, because of the races, the tax he was receiving as a kid forced him into almost a terrorist cell. And he spent time in jail, Majid, and then he came back out of it. And um, just his rounded opinion on things, especially when it comes to um, uh, the Muslim topics, is fucking phenomenal. And he's an intelligent, brilliant guy. And that chat with Tommy is, is really interesting. Yeah. Because he, again, is trying to pull out the good, better aspects of Tommy. Um, but yeah, but yeah, fair, fair enough, mate. Fair enough to switch. Well, that's probably MCA the most political we've ever got. But um, it was only the yeah. fact that that I think MCA was such a kind soul. Yeah. That um, I, and I think at the very soul of of Tommy Robinson, I don't think it's a nice place. <laughs> um, and you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions and yeah. beliefs. And I know lots and lots of people that 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 will say, well, yeah, I, I'm not racist, but <laughs> yeah. you know, what about when he says that and. Yeah. I don't subscribe to that, yeah. but it's, you know we have got freedom of speech. Uh, but I'm not interested in what he's free to say because he don't speak for me. No. Uh, so for that reason, sorry, gonna, Tommy, you're going, mate. <laughs> right. So that's it. Shout your number one. I've you done did, my number yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. So, yourself, didn't so you? just um, shout outs to our. Well, firstly, I love that. Thanks, Noel. I really enjoyed that yes. top five. It was really, really enjoyable preparing for that. Um, shout outs to um, our sponsors, Charles from Love Beer and Luke and uh, Bang Boom Creative. And big thanks to Luke Van Boom for making yeah. the videos that you guys are seeing each week because um, he's our sponsor. So he's yeah. supporting us um, yeah. with, with, you know, with, via Patreon and stuff like that. And he's also each taking week time to do these. taking time to make yeah. these videos, yeah. which are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, big, big thanks to him for doing that. Um, yeah, please keep, um, sending in your ideas for top fives because that's what we want to do is, mm. is do as many as we can and we want and make them good mm -hmm. and, uh, and we'll try and try and work our way through all of them. And thanks to all our new subscribers, both on ACAST cause that's growing and uh, also on Patreon, it's you know, amazing however channel, you listen to us, we, we really do appreciate it. Yeah, go subscribe, give um, us five stars on iTunes, say mm -hmm. something really mean, mm -hmm. and because uh, we like that. And uh, yeah, thanks for your ongoing support. Yeah, and vote for Amir in the next. In Definitely it? vote Amir Khan. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I've butted in yet again. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, 
then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.